Hello and welcome to the Digital Insight, the technology and supply chain podcast that delivers valuable C-level perspective into the core issues surrounding business transformation and digital disruption. Each episode will bring you the most inspiring executive insights from those leading transformation strategies within the world's biggest and best-known companies. The Digital Insight. Disrupt. Transform. Evolve. Welcome to the Digital Insight, the exclusive podcast series for CPO Strategy and Interface Magazines. This week is part two of a six-part supply chain masterclass with Frank Vorath, Executive Partner Supply Chain at Gartner. Frank has years of experience working on the front line of supply chain management, and this week he's detailing the hidden potential of a strategy-driven supply chain. Frank, welcome to the Digital Insight. Yeah, thank you. Okay, so today um, we're talking about the kind of strategy-driven supply chain. Um, you've identified some serious unlocked strategic potential of supply chain. Um, what sort of first alerted you to this? Yeah, I, I have been I have been working uh, for uh, some time with uh, Professor Dr. Bramdesmates and. He wrote for me one of the most profounding and excellent uh, business uh, strategy and supply chain strategy books called uh, Supply Chain Strategy and Financial Metrics. Now, while I was uh, actually in contact with him, I had a, a privilege to contribute uh, to the book with a foreword and uh, also with a business case study on my previous uh, work with a company called Johnson Controls. Now, um, that encouraged me uh, to look into the concept and uh, everything which uh, is around a business transformation and supply chain to take more a strategic approach to it. Uh, leading up uh, to Bram um, and myself, working on a concept called the strategy-driven supply chain and also the strategy-driven value planning and execution model. And that's being described in a recent um, HBR uh, white paper and article we have uh, recently submitted where we obviously um, asking for certain changes to take on uh, the supply chain on a more strategic level. You know, the, the white paper, which is, you know, fascinating read, is kind of really putting supply chain front and forward, isn't it? Yeah, it, it, it does. And, 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 and some of the highlights also are some of the, the issues that um, companies are going through an enormous amount of change. We, we know that probably 63% of of all um, companies uh, confirmed by their CEOs are going through a business model uh, change over the next couple of years. Um, now, what we also highlighting is that um, lots of companies are overly focusing on growth and and margin improvement and have somewhere a lack um, in focus on shareholder value. Uh, and that's measured in uh, a metrics called return on capital employed. And we're highlighting also that, that the problem is that companies don't have enough uh, understanding of the true role of uh, their supply chain and how to balance service cost and capital employed within, as uh, Brahm calls it, uh, the supply chain triangle. Now, 
what we also saying that uh, a better understanding um, would lead to sharper strategies and stronger execution, and as a result of that, to more sustainable uh, performance and results. So it's really that sustainable performance and and results aspect which comes through, and we believe that um, now. Um, it looks like a perfect storm um, and, and that supply chain um, is on the front of it. And, and that supply chain um, seen from an entity point of view and not just from a functional point of view is really so important to companies, uh, leading companies through this change of taking it to, to the next level. And that's why we, we call that um, companies have a different supply chains and each of these supply chain needs to be strategy driven. So we're also saying that different strategies um, leading to different supply chains with different targets and different trade-offs uh, for service cost and capital employed. And um, somewhere we're also highlighting the fact that um, some people believing that um, a supply chain strategy is, is simply following a business strategy or from the business strategy. But we also do believe that that is not a sequential uh, process and that the value proposition and the supply chain are like, um, we, we call it the yin and the yang of the business strategy and that only together they define how a business generates shareholder value as measured um, by the return of capital employed. So it's it's really that that um, aspect of looking into supply chain from um, the driving value for uh, customers uh, and for the business, and that the supply chain delivers uh, on the promise a business is making through their value proposition. I guess in a way, it's kind of an evolution from its kind of traditional um, operational kind of back-end function. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, we, we're also saying that uh, by, by asking the, the question of, so what actually is supply chain management? And and we, we do believe that uh, supply chain management is, is more about balancing the supply chain triangle of service cost and cash and, um, and um, also facilitating the internal debate between sales, operations and finance and, and somewhere takes on the role of balancing uh, these kind of trade-off decisions. So now that um, also requires that um, now the supply chain um, probably is, is coming, as you said before, from the back room uh, into the front room, even uh, is becoming an equal uh, partner um, around the C-suite. And, and hence, we, we're also talking about uh, putting uh, the supply chain uh, or chief supply chain officer into a more strategic role. And uh, that would require people operating on that level having also probably more uh, financial and also strategic skills as instead of in the past uh, having just operational skills and being measured on uh, their operational skills and the execution. And have you seen examples of that in action now? Well, we see we see companies um, where you you would say 
a, taking a more strategic approach. Uh, we also seeing companies where previously uh, people who actually leading the supply chain becoming the chief uh, executive officer. You have seen that with companies in the U.S. like Apple, um, Tim Cook, uh, who has been leading the supply chain for Apple for uh, many, many years uh, under Steve Jobs. And, and he is the one now leading uh, the organi- organization. Um, now, that's a, a very good example when you look into um, how uh, supply chain becomes more a competitive advantage for an organization. And when an organization takes it really seriously and understands uh, uh, having a, a great supply chain versus a not so good supply chain and um, how uh, important it is um, when somebody is leading the organization that he has that skill set of operationally, financially, and also strategically, which is where we predict also uh, the future skills requirements of chief supply chain officers in uh, many companies going forward. I mean, obviously, that would require quite a big kind of cultural shift and a lot of change management within companies, which I guess, you know, would be, you know, integral to a, to a, an evolution of this kind. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we uh, say um, that, that it takes um, um, probably uh, a leap jump and in terms of um, maturity of organizations and also changing and shifting their paradigms from where they are today to where they need to be in, in, in future. Now that requires, first of all, awareness creation. So that's why we actually started to work on uh, the, the concept of the strategy-driven supply chain and pushing that forward, even knowing that um, this is maybe five to 10 years out uh, because of maybe organizations are not there yet. But starting the, the debate and starting the awareness creation really helps to facilitate and, and moving the needle up and also having organization taking a more serious look into that, what it means to them. And also what it, what it means to their overall strategy um, deployment process in their organization. So uh, what we found also that organizations somewhere took their eye off, um, driven maybe by, by growth initiatives, without a truly understanding uh, the this the strategy behind that um, in a way of um, their value proposition, in a way of the complexity in the business, um, the way of really having an understanding how they want to differentiate themselves in the marketplace and what it means in terms of um, the service they have to deliver, the corresponding cost, uh, as well as the capital employed um, in in their environment. So we we really focusing on helping organizations by highlighting um, the the problem or the potential issue, but also giving a solution and uh, the approach and 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 taking a different. Um, more strategic approach in, in future and then also some highlighting how uh, the supply chain triangle can be balanced differently by uh, promoting the chief supply chain officer into more strategic role in an environment. And I guess that would mean him or her kind of reporting on a sort of peer-to-peer basis, I guess, to a CEO, wouldn't it? 
Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's a, um, it's an equal partner in the business and um, with the same level of importance like other people in the C-suite like um, CFOs or COOs um, where the chief supply chain officer actually almost becomes, as we would call that in, in the paper, the, the wingman, or it could be wing, wing woman as well, uh, to be also uh, diverse, um, and, and really uh, helping the CEO and the entire leadership of the company, including board of directors, making better informed decisions, or as I would call that, deliberate choices. And I guess the, the genius of that is that the supply chain function has a wealth of, of data and knowledge and insight, which is readily available. Yeah, but it's also how do you really want to deal uh, with, with balancing uh, the the triangle? And if you think about, um, you know, uh, a supply chain um and a mission of a supply chain may be delivering the right product at the right time, uh, at the lowest cost, uh, the lowest inventory. Does that work? No, it doesn't. So there is conflict uh, in in the triangle all the times about service you want to give to your customers. And when you talk about service, it's not only you know how you um, move your products. Um, and deliver them on time and full. It's also in terms of, you know, the the, the, the products complexity. Uh, it's about the the order flexibility you want to give uh, the the product portfolio as such. Um, but also having that an understanding of what it means in terms of the cost you're going to have in in your organization, and also the capital employed. And when we talk about the capital employed, it's really about two elements, the working capital. And that's, you know, sometimes also the decisions you have to make to strategically keep a certain um, inventory level in your organization or also how you deploy your assets. And when I talk about that, it's the fixed asset uh, structure. Now, if you think about that, uh, in the dimension of uh, conflicts in the triangle, you could also say, you know, when when you think about um, the critical stakeholders in your business and your your head of uh, sales and marketing or VP of sales, what he really cares about is probably the sales, the top line, and and market share. When you think about the uh, COO or head of production. Probably uh, the primary concern is about efficiency as efficiency drives cost. But if you think about per, uh, the VP of uh, sourcing or uh, purchasing, it's probably about the spend and how um, the company can buy more volume at uh, a lower cost. Now, that that is that's conflict and now you you look even further and say you know what is what's the cfo doing in, in an organization he's probably driven by investors and and investors having a view more on uh, lower inventories and free up uh, cash um, now that's the conflict so now the question is who's going to be best positioned in a company to balance that uh, decisions uh, and uh, probably also people being driven differently in terms of uh, service cost and cash. Now, the best position person to do that also strategically would be the CSCO. 
or the chief supply chain officer. So now that is a, a big change for organizations to, to understand. But if they do so, that can really set them up for um, a very successful future being on a new comp- or operating on a new competitive level than maybe others can't. And I believe you say in the white paper that you could envisage a situation where the CSCO could actually evolve into a successful CEO. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's that's a prediction. Um, um, Professor Dr. Brahma Dismates and, and myself are, are, are making that you will see that more and more um, happening in future in organizations where successful CSCOs who has the skill sets of um, operational skills, financial skills, and strategic skills are best positioned uh, for actually taking uh, the job on the top of the house. Um, and I guess also if supply chain function is uh, evolving in this way, it would have to uh, shed some of its traditional operations. I guess some of that could be liberation through new tech. Probably you're right. Yes, uh, you're right. And 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 the question is about um, now companies changing. Um, have you spoken about the new business models which which are out there, where you know the, you you see the merge between. Um, the physical world and the digitalization uh, or the digital world and enabling technologies. You see that all in, in companies now not only selling products and services, they sell solutions and outcomes. Now, that is a new complexity where organizations uh, are dealing with and, and that requires also certain changes. And like I said before, be crystal clear about the value proposition you're going to have or you want to have as a business and what it means in terms of the corresponding uh, supply chain and how now your supply chain or your different supply chains are delivering on the promise you make. And now how do you deploy your resources in your organization more um, efficiently and effectively? That's what we are talking about. I see. And do you think it would affect sort of going forward the the training of um, supply chain officers? Not only not only that. I believe it, it goes uh, deeper than that. I, I believe it it affects uh, structures. Um, it affects probably roles. It affects uh, probably your whole. Uh, recruiting uh, process in terms of the skills you would need as an organization. It probably also will look at the talent development. Now, also going back to, to the example of the chief supply chain officer in the past, he probably has been promoted based on um, his ability to uh, bring in results uh, based on you know, how the operation performs, right? Now, um, in the future, I think it will be more about um, the balance between how he is actually contributing to the overall results of that organization based on a strong operational performance, but also tying it back to more financial results of an organization being top line, bottom line and results. Uh, or returns, 
um, and then also what kind of strategic uh, skills he has in terms of taking the the organization forward. Um, so that's that's what we, we we're talking. And now, obviously, that requires a new skill sets, probably uh, new talents in our organization, probably also uh, training which needs to be given and opportunities for uh, people to move into these kind of roles. What do you, what do you describe as the kind of major obstacles um, to this kind of evolution of the role? As usual, probably. Uh, mindset uh, as well as culture of organizations like I said um, organizations they have rewarded their people uh, differently in the past now they need to overcome that and 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 look at um, what that change means for them and if they are ready from a maturity but also from the company culture to move and shift their paradigms to a, a more strategic supply chain and also to a strategy-driven supply chain and value planning and execution model. So culture probably is the, the break in the wall. And, and in your kind of vast knowledge of this, do you see any particular industry sectors where this is kind of accelerating a little bit than others well it's a it's a very very good question um i would say from my my own perspective uh, it is that um you would maybe see some of the industries a little bit ahead perhaps technology companies um would be would be already a little bit ahead in terms of looking into that from a more a strategic um, point point of view. Also now combining that with enabling technology or technologies because it's maybe even part of their business model. Um, but overall, I, I would say um, that that companies um, may be at a starting point of truly understanding that change needs to happen. Thank you for listening to the Digital Insight Podcast in association with TheInterface.net and CPOStrategy.com. The Digital Insight is brought to you by B2E Media Limited. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review. And don't forget to check out our podcast archive at www.b2e-media.com slash podcast.